Welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Erin Pym. Here at the podcast, what I like to do is bring sexy, fun guests into my bedroom to have a more in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality with me. And this week, I have a super fun guest who I actually met um, at a Bedpost stage show. They attended the show. Um, I had somebody on the show previously, kind of hook me up and introduce me to this lovely person. And then I went on a, a deep, deep dive into their social media and uh, their website. And oh my gosh, this looked like such an interesting guest. And I'm so interested and excited to have them on the program today. This is accredited energy therapist and sex educator, Evgenia. Hello. Hi there. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited. Oh, this is going to be fun. Oh my gosh, what I've seen of uh, everything on the internet, I'm just so interested. <laughs> I'm so excited. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me here. My absolute pleasure. Um, tell me a little bit about what you were doing last night, because um, it sounds very interesting as well. You do a lot of different things. So last night, tell the listeners what exactly you're getting yourself up to. Oh my goodness. I went to this beautiful kink party and I took about eight to 10 people out for a private tour. So these are people who haven't been to kink parties before, or some of them have, but they wanted to explore different roles. And so what we did is uh, we kind of went over safety and consent. And we also created a few really fun scenes. Oh, amazing. Uh, so we actually they... took part in them as well. Oh, amazing. So there was an interactive component. It yes, wasn't just yes. kind of a tour. No, no, it was, it was mostly we kind of sat down we had handouts it was very serious uh, we went <laughs> over certain things that you can play with at the kink party because sky's the limit right it doesn't have to end with just impact play yeah. and then we orchestrated a few scenes lovely that was fun. Yeah. and this was just a private kink party or was this at an event or a club or it's a private kink party yeah. um it's created by alex dark and he throws these events about every couple of months at different places and uh, yeah it's a nice venue yes oh that's yeah. lovely and these types of kink parties happen all over the city pretty constantly I they feel do like. yeah for sure there are quite a few venues um each of them has a different vibe yeah. And so they're like fantasy adventures you can go on and explore. And why might someone want to recruit someone like yourself to kind of guide them through this experience? What what uh, purpose do you serve in this whole in this whole fun process? Yeah, I love to guide people into this world of pleasure and authenticity and just uh, embracing their um powerful sexual expression a lot of people feel a little bit shy they think maybe there's something wrong with them they have no idea these parties exist and if they come there it's kind of it feels a bit intimidating at first yes so i'm there to welcome them it's a fun group atmosphere where i can do like a private session one-on-one and uh they just you know feel more relaxed more at ease and i give them all the tools they need to safely explore these places yeah uh one um at 
what usually happens uh, at Oasis, Oasis Aqua Lounge is a sponsor of this program. Um, what's lovely there is they also do tours, like the staff does tours. And what's really nice is a lot of the regulars that attend the place also, you know, will take on a new person and be like, oh, well, let me show you around, you know, because it's really valuable to have somebody that actually is familiar with the space and familiar with the practices to kind of be there to to assist somebody because it is super intimidating and there is a lot that you need to know um as far as like safety and consent goes especially you're saying at kink parties so that's like really really helpful and really necessary to have somebody that really knows what they're talking about to be guiding somebody yeah Yeah. i love oasis i teach their polyamory every three months or so polyamory yeah yeah and so every time i come out i usually also bring some guests over beforehand and we also kind of tour the place and i help them ease into the scene but it's an amazing playground for people to explore their fantasies and boost their self-confidence and self-esteem it's just sky's the limit yeah amazing for personal growth as well Yeah, definitely. Um, Okay, somewhere where I wanted to begin today, uh, the thing I'm most excited to talk to you about, (laughs) because it's like blasted all over your social media right right now, is this um, multiple energy orgasms Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a bunch of videos Mm -hmm. of you doing completely hands-free, touch-free, and it's it appears like a person is having multiple yeah. orgasms. Yeah. Tell me about this. This is just so awe-inspiring. I'm just like, what is happening? I, I got to know more about this. Yeah. So tell tell uh, exa- tell the people exactly what what we're talking about here when we're saying multiple energy orgasms. Yeah, so it, it looks uh, magical almost, right? Yes, a lot of people does. don't believe it actually is real. They think, you know, people are faking it. But I love playing on the intersection of spirituality and sexuality. I was trained as an energy healer for four years. Mm-hmm. And so, and I'm really passionate about sexuality. And so I've discovered this phenomenon where you can combine the two. And each of us has amazing sensual sexual force that resides in us at the base of the spine that in Tantra they call it Kundalini right it could be your life force Uh, this is your creativity as well and so if we learn to move this force and like charge it you know when you get sexually aroused when you play with people when you have solo sex you get really charged up at the base of your spine right like around uh, your sexual centers Uh, so if we learn different techniques on how to bring this energy up and along the spine and kind of make it explode out of the head or out of the crown chakra as they call it in you know, in kind of the tantric teachings, right? You have this amazing full body experience that could be done touch-free and it feels a lot more powerful and profound than just the physical stimulation. Mm-hmm. And if you add physical stimulation on top of that, it could be just like extremely profound. And then you could like add kink on top of that. You know, sky's the limit. It's like really multidimensional experience. Mm-hmm. Because you, as you're saying, you have a lot of experience with energy. Yeah. With energy healing, did you say? Yeah, I started energy healing for four years. Energy healing for four years. Wow. Um, And... I imagine that oh my god when you bring when you bring sex and sexuality into there it's just it's explosive it's yeah. explosive yeah, it's yeah. profound i mean it's just you know if you believe in past lives you can have that experience if you just believe in your soul kind of expanding and feeling like you're this huge <clears throat> amazing essence you could have that experience if you want to deepen your connection with your partner you could totally have that experience as well so it's not just skin deep deep it's just like this profound 
unique ecstatic experience. I love it. So what, okay, I, I feel like there were six ingredients to profound pleasure. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. that how you word it? On- <laughs> yes, yes. What are the six ingredients? What What do we need to know to begin to kind of harness that yeah. for ourselves? Yeah, I mean, there is um, there are quite a few techniques that I usually teach. There is, uh, you know, we learn about theory and then we practice energetically and uh, then you learn to kind of have that experience on your own because you can totally have that blissful experience just by yourself and then you can learn to have it with a partner. But some of the main things are um, I tend to teach people how to focus on sensing energy. Okay. So, you know, sometimes you feel in love, right? And you, like you can't really see love but it's this beautiful expansive energy right that frequency that we can tune into or maybe you feel in lust right and just like all of those butterflies that are flying around if somebody is angry at you you can also also tune into this kind of angry energy being thrown at you right so i think the first step is kind of sensing into the energy a little bit more just kind of tuning into this radio station that is very faint Hmm. um but if you learn to zoom into it you can you can feel it a lot more right Mm -hmm. focusing on all of your senses really staying in the moment and then using the elements like breath and the sound and just really surrendering to this energy um really really helps Mm -hmm. so what i'm hearing for some from someone who knows absolutely nothing about this is it the same as like getting just getting into your body so kind of getting out of your head you know, getting out of your thoughts, kind of having your mind go blank and just really concentrate on what you're hearing in the room, what you're smelling, concentrate on your breathing, what your body feels like, like what different parts of your body feel like. Yeah, it's a huge component. That mindfulness is a huge component of it, for sure. You focus on all of the five senses and you tune into the sixth one as well, right? To mm-hmm. kind of feel the energy. Yeah, the sixth um, one is the energy. Yeah, kind the, of the energy. energy. And so, okay. yeah, trying to get out of your head because a lot of people, they can't focus on their pleasure. They can't experience any type of orgasm uh, or they have performance and anxiety because they cannot really calm themselves down and really drop into the body. So you're absolutely right. This is the very first step. You really need to be present in the moment. Yeah. Being present. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Presence. Yes. Okay. And that's all related to, you're saying mindfulness. Mindfulness. Yeah. Mindfulness. Just observing everything Mm. that's happening to you through all of the senses. Yeah. And like being... Uh, tapping into kind of a meditative it is a meditative state yeah, state for sure. yeah, yeah it's like you go into a trance state yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah okay so that's kind of the first that's yes. the first step Definitely. or the first ingredient yes right yeah um and do you have any ways that we can that somebody who again knows ab- has absolutely no background in this knows nothing about it What's a way that we can tap into our bodies? Do you have a couple ways that people can do that? I think breath is one of the um, easier ways to tap into it, yeah. right? So we're going to even practice it right now, if yeah. you would like. Yeah. So you can kind of feel into your body and see what is going on with you and notice what is happening um, around you. Just kind of start focusing maybe on your breath. So taking a deep breath in. And doing a little pause, just kind of pausing there and breathing out slowly and taking another deep breath in and also extending your stomach a little bit as well. 
holding it for a little bit and breathing out. So this is a great exercise to kind of tune into yourself a little bit. It um, jumpstarts your parasympathetic nervous system that allows you to relax, right? Okay. So you leave the kind of the stress response behind. Mm -hmm. And if you also start focusing on one of the senses at a time, like if you just mm. focus as you're breathing on your sitting bones and how you're resting in a chair, for example, right? That would give you... A sensation because where our attention goes this is where our energy goes as well right so you focus on that and all of a sudden you're aware of the place where you're sitting right mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. imagine breathing like this and becoming really aware of your genitals and all of the pleasure and just really focusing on it is going to increase the sensation and it's going to increase your focus mm -hmm. um, I like how you say that resonates with me where you're where you're putting the focus that's kind of where the energy, where the energy goes. is yeah. going yeah yeah, yeah. That makes sense to me for yeah. somebody again that doesn't have absolutely nothing about yeah. that. That makes sense to me. Great. Where wherever you're putting the focus. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're lying there or sitting there and putting yeah. the focus on a certain body type. Yeah. Then the energy goes there. Yeah. Like imagine shining a thousand lights out of your clitoris and like starting to <laughs> breathe into your clitoris right. and like pretending like you can almost hear out of it. I bet after a few minutes of doing that, you will like intently feel that part of your body, right? right. Because you're really focusing on it. Right. So that's one of the ways you can bring the energy okay. down, for example, right? Okay. Yeah. What is the second ingredient? <laughs> to profound pleasure. Oh my goodness, the second ingredient. I guess you need to surrender to whatever happens to you. So you just kind of need to let go of control. You need to stop worrying about what it looks like, what you sound like, whether or not your body looks great, and just kind of surrender to this energy. Let it penetrate you. Let it flow through you. Make the sounds. Breathe with it. Move with it. And just completely let go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So don't kind of what I hear what I'm hearing is mm -hmm. kind of turn off that like third eye, that right. editing, yeah. uh, criticizing yeah. eye that we have yeah. on ourselves of totally. how how we're looking when we're doing everything and, yes. you know, how we should be looking right. and that that kind of critical eye, mm -hmm. critical third eye. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Try to try to let that go <laughs> by the wayside and yeah. just let yourself again kind of tapping into being in the moment just be you yeah, yeah. Tr just move with that yeah, yeah do what you're doing and just let yourself kind of go through this process and discover what mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. and just yeah run with it what sure. what the feelings that are coming up as you're breathing and as you're kind of focusing energy yeah on certain parts of your body putting yeah. energy mm -hmm. in those parts of your body yeah yeah let yourself let yourself go with it. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Let it express through you. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like a thing that I might do is because I get, it's easy for me to get in my head, mm -hmm. is to is to think about, am I feeling what I'm supposed to be feeling when I'm doing right. this? Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Or am I, yeah, like already just questioning yeah. whether I'm doing it right. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the key is to kind of is to try not to do that yeah, i guess try to go back to your breath back to your body and just surrender to it surrender yeah that's an interesting word yeah mm -hmm. yeah surrender to what to what's happening yeah yeah whatever it is okay 
And then, and then what's the next step? What do we do after oh that? Goodness, there are so many steps. Which ones did I mention in the video? Uh, one of the very important steps is the PC muscle training. So PC it's muscle. really great yeah, for either gender to just really train the muscles. Mm-hmm. Um, males can get multiple orgasms without ejaculation. Not a lot of people know that ejaculation and orgasm are two separate entities, right? We, we tend to equate them in our society, right? Mm-hmm. But you can actually separate the ejaculation from... Um, the orgasm and males could get multiple orgasms i have a video on that actually i have three videos on uh, guys having multiple orgasms without ejaculation Mm -hmm. and then they can choose to ejaculate or not so it's always great to have that control right uh to experience pleasure over and over and over again and then you decide to ejaculate you can do that right um so the pc muscle has like plays a strong role in that you need to kind of train in a certain way to be able to use it with your breath um and letting go in order to achieve this experience mm-hmm. and the same goes uh, for women right when we use our PC muscles that also be- we become more orgasmic it's easier for us to achieve g-spot orgasms and we can use that as our own energy pump as well right mm-hmm. so let's say we're not even playing with ourselves or we're not having um, sexual experience with somebody else we can just kind of train those PC muscles and mm-hmm. even if you like do it right now with me if you like squeeze mm-hmm. and release squeeze and release there's like this build-up starting to have Happen, right at the base of the spine it's like there's some warmth right mm-hmm. there's a bit of maybe even arousal if we keep doing them right mm-hmm. so that's another uh, important component to achieving that mm-hmm. and what are ways um, are you are you an advocate of like people using kegel balls or benoit balls can you kind of describe a little bit how we can work to kind of build up those muscles and even get awareness of, mm-hmm, of what mm-hmm. those muscles are doing. Yeah, yeah. I, I tend to just kind of suggest the uh, squeeze and release. Yeah. And for sure, you could uh, go to a store and then and, and try maybe to get a JDAG or like uh, a ball to um, work on that even more. For myself, I find that just like the squeeze and release is, is enough. And, and how do we know that we're squeezing that we are actually are engaging our PC muscles as opposed to other muscles that are kind of in, in the right. neighborhood. So whenever you were, let's say, you need to stop the stream of urine, mm-hmm. right? That's the muscle that you kind of squeeze, right? So mm-hmm. that's kind of the sensation that you're going for. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you can just kind of build up that muscle. At first, it may be a little bit harder to access it, and you may be able to do less repetitions. But uh, as the time goes by, you will have a much better control over it. Mm -hmm. And you're saying the squeeze and release. So kind of just like you're exercising any other muscle, kind of doing reps. Well, you know, you'll do five or do 10 and then rest and then like... do another rep so is it kind of similar to like that it's it's kind of similar to that right and then you build uh, the strength and uh, then you're able to achieve pleasure a lot easier especially with g-spot stimulation as well right it's uh, it kind of plays a key role with that as well yeah because when people speak about strengthening your like pelvic floor and talking about strengthening your kegel muscles i know a lot of the um a lot of the benefits of doing that are like if you happen to leak urine, mm-hmm, you know, throughout mm-hmm. the day, that's something that can help. Yeah. Um, I've heard that um, also you'll just feel tighter, you know, yeah. during having like PIV right. intercourse. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of you're saying there are a lot of other benefits For as sure. to uh, to strengthening your PC muscles. Yeah. Um yeah. 
which so you're saying g-spot orgasm potentially yeah, yeah, you, you can be, become you more could, agra- orgasmic can, yeah become a lot more orgasmic because with g-spot i find that uh, it's squeezing those muscles that at the end of the day make a difference so, like when you're at the moment of having an orgasm just kind of bearing down and squeezing the muscle gives you more pleasure and it kind of brings you more control over that explosion yeah and i imagine like Training those muscles is also going to give you an awareness and kind of a knowledge about the anatomy, um, about your own anatomy that is only going to serve you, you know, when you are um, becoming orgasmic or you are experiencing pleasure, self-pleasure with a partner or what have you. Just the knowledge of, you know, how all your muscles and everything is working um, in your vulva area, in your vagina area, like that's only going to make make things you know potentially make things better having the knowledge of for sure i think it's extremely important for us to know the anatomy and physiology i meet a lot of people who don't know that clitoris is not just that little button right and so usually when i teach the g-spot orgasms and uh, squirting um i always go through anatomy and physiology powerpoint in which i explain that hey you know clitoris is actually this large organ you know and only 25 percent of women have vaginal orgasms and so you know majority of us need some type of other stimulation and I guess there's also a question is vaginal orgasm really a vaginal orgasm or is it still kind of internal stimulation of the clitoris mm-hmm, right because mm-hmm. it's all very much connected right mm-hmm. but the more we know about the anatomy and physiology <coughs> the more we can be aware of how to stimulate ourselves and how to ask our partners to stimulate us so that we can have a lot more pleasure because i get a lot of people who expect to have like this mind-blown orgasm from like vaginal sex but they don't know where to aim, they don't know how to stimulate, they have no idea how it works, and so everybody's frustrated. Or what muscles they're supposed to be using, or, yeah, any of that, yeah. Yeah. Um, Something that's interesting, since you brought up squirting, Mm -hmm. talking about these uh, multiple energy orgasms, Mm -hmm. one of of the models that was bottoming for this practice on the yeah. video yeah. she experienced she squirting yes, yes. via a hands-free, hands-free energy yes. orgasm yes, yes. that's incredible that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how does that happen um i don't do you know <laughs> i to be honest with you if i were to share a little secret i thought i was the only one who can do it oh really i can actually do it and the first time it happened to me i was like oh my god what is going on with me but I think kind of the more, um, I think it's about like really being free in your body, really being aware of what's going on uh, for you. And I think at some point, and everybody's different, yes, right? Not everybody is going to squirt from touch free. Not everybody's going to squirt all, at all. And uh, that's all perfectly fine, right? But I think um, it's just the movement of the energy is so strong Um Plus, you know, we're using the PC muscles to charge, right? So if the person is extremely sexual and sensual and they're really in tune with this energy, sky's the limit. And in tune to how their muscles are working. Yeah, 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 and like breathing with it, like using all of the elements. They're really engaging everything. Really engaging everything. You don't really need uh, to be stimulated. And there's like, you could actually squirt, like I could actually squirt, but a lot of other people could have an orgasm uh, by just being directed. Like if there is a word that really puts them into that state of trance right like it could be a a directive uh, word of some kind of you know you need to come now or you know show me that face right whatever is your trigger that could actually bring you to the edge of your pleasure without physical stimulation i think we just don't spend enough time exploring ourselves and like learning about our own triggers turn-ons turn-offs 
Hi everyone, I want to tell you a little bit about our sponsors for this episode. Our first sponsor is Oasis Aqua Lounge, a sex club located right here in Toronto at 231 Mutual Street. It is a body positive environment and they are shame and judgment free when it comes to pleasure and play. They're an inclusive and diverse venue welcoming of all sexual orientations and gender identities. It's also a community hub for all sex positive folks, educators, entertainments and businesses. So thank you so much to Oasis Aqua Lounge for sponsoring this episode. Our second sponsor is Come As You Are. Come As You Are is an amazing sex shop that is founded here in Toronto and it is located at comeasyouare.com. Come As You Are is a trans-owned, trans-operated, feminist, anti-capitalist sex shop that wants to give you the best products at the lowest price possible. And they're going to prove that to you by offering a 15% discount when you check out at comeasyouare.com using the coupon code BEDPOST. That's B-E-D-P-O-S-T when you visit comeasyouare.com. And our third sponsor for this episode is Unicorn Collaborators. Unicorn Collaborators is a business that has been running here in Toronto for about five years by two queer unicorns. They mostly make leather goods and they make everything from collars to cuffs to thigh harnesses to boot harnesses to the regular pelvis strap-on harnesses that you've come to know and love. Unicorn Collaborators is a body positive brand, which means that they make products for all body types. And if they don't have something in your size, they're happy to make a custom piece just for you. Give them an email at unicorncollaborators at gmail.com, follow them on social media, or DM them for inquiries. This week's sponsor is Lovecrafters Toys, a non-gendered fantasy sex toy line that offers products like strap-on compatible tentacle dildos, dragon egg Benoit balls, and squid butt plugs. These geeky and playful products are body safe and handmade using platinum grade silicone. And if you want to purchase these whimsical sex toys, check out the Lovecrafters Etsy shop or head on down to our full-time sponsor's website, comeasyouare.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to part two of the Bedpost podcast with accredited energy therapist and sex educator, Evgenia. You are very one thing that we wanted to, we thought might be a good little segue since we were talking about mindfulness already and kind of dropping into the body and spirituality and all of this. Something I saw on a recent um, blog post was what mindfulness, tantra, and BDSM have in common. Where do these th- three things intersect? Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I can think of a few things uh, on that intersection. The first one probably would be the state of trance you go into. Mm. Um, so whenever you know, whenever you hit the subspace, right, when yeah. you're having a BDSM experience uh, or like a top space, right? Um, Tantra talks a lot about being in the moment and being in, immersed into all of the five senses, right? As we just talked um, previously. And mindfulness is all about, again, just kind of being there and observing things. Um, it's just the power of now. I think all three of them just really put you uh, into that state of um, now is the time to live your life, right? Because mm-hmm. that's all we pretty much have. Yeah. 
Really? The future doesn't exist yet. The past is done. A lot of times we worry so much about the future, right? Like we get very anxious about what's to come. A lot of times we kind of feel sad about what happened. But really the happiness and life exist in the now. So I think all those three things, yeah. um, they just kind of stay in the now with us. Yeah, I'd love for you to explain uh, subspace, top space, dom space, for people that aren't familiar with those terms, what does that mean exactly? When mm-hmm. we're talking about like in a kink context, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. someone being in subspace. Yeah, so somebody being in subspace is... Uh, um, Dr. Jessica O'Reilly actually talks about uh, an erotic emotion that kind of puts you over the edge and puts you in a state of trance, right? So for some people, it could be maybe impact play that just gets them there. And all of a sudden, they feel completely entranced in this blissful state of being and like nothing matters anymore and the time stops, right? Mm -hmm. That kind of sensation. Um, If you're into humiliation, perhaps somebody humiliating you could put you in that state or maybe the fear is your kink or perhaps it's uh, being loved and cherished, right? Or maybe receiving compliments that you just feel that amazing state of... um, transcensual uh, being and Mm. uh, it's like the whole time stops I guess that's the only way I can describe it and that can happen to somebody who's um, bottoming for scene who's Mm -hmm. receiving and that can also happen on the flip side for somebody who's topping or doming a scene for sure yeah Yeah. if you hit that space that sweet spot it could be you know somebody could absolutely love the idea of domination or controlling somebody else right Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's I guess a matter again of knowing what your turn on and turnoffs are and then you can totally enjoy that state Mm -hmm. can you can you exist in that sort of a space just in quote-unquote kind of vanilla sexual um experiences like just having regular regular old piv sex can we kind of tap into that somehow that that transcendent kind of a I think so. I think whenever we do something that we love or we are passionate about, like it could be even you're running, you're exercising, you know, you could be in a trance state. You could be washing dishes, you could be in a trance state. You could feel love coming from somebody and you just feel so accepted. You you could totally go into that state of union, right? Um, So I think it's just a matter of figuring out what makes you happy, you know, and how to meet your needs. Yeah. And then sky's the limit. Yeah, because I feel like people from the outside may not see how kink, fetish, BDSM can be related to kind of meditation and mindfulness and something that's very healthful sexually, um, spiritually, emotionally. Uh, I feel like a lot of people may not see that they're connected. I think kinks, uh, kink gets a bad rap, for sure. A lot yeah. of people don't understand what it is. They yeah. imagine, like, very um, extreme scenes of, uh, I don't know, like, extreme pain or extreme torture or something like that, right? And the thing is, kink is... Uh, a huge vast playground for us to enjoy and explore it could be as light as playing with a feather it could be the role play it could be somebody just directing somebody right so it's uh, it really is extremely unique um, and uh, open to interpretation mm-hmm. um, and um, they have the saying don't um, 
don't yuck somebody's yum as mm-hmm. well, right? Yeah. So I kind of love that as well. We were so unique, we're so beautiful, and some people have kinks that they love. Other people may not feel the same, but it's you know it's all great as long as it's consensual um, and it happens between the consenting adults. Then um, it's all great. Yeah, exactly. Um, and something that's kind of a little related that I also saw on a blog post is connecting through spirituality and sexuality because I think this is kind of tying into this whole mindfulness um, topic that we've been kind of jamming on so far Mm -hmm. so how I guess how can we connect our spirituality and our sexuality together well yeah that's a great question I find it very interesting that a lot of people separate spirituality from sexuality yeah right people who are into spirituality they may look down at sexuality and they would be like oh my god that is just like so animalistic I'd better go meditate somewhere and that makes me a better person right and uh, you may also get that um, attitude from people who are into experiencing sexuality but they would be like well I don't know if sensuality or the spirituality is something viable it's very intangible and so on right The way I see it is that both of these are our energies and uh, they vibrate at this amazing, amazing frequency. And so if we stop uh, feeling our sexual force, we also stop feeling our life force. This is where the the creativity lives as well, right? So if I start looking down upon my sexual desires, I block myself off from so many different things, like, you know, feeling more alive, feeling more embodied, right? Feeling more creative. And so when we combine both of these uh, forces, it's not like black and white, It's there's no judgment uh, either or. Together, they just bring this multidimensional experience of, um, you know, being one with the universe, feeling love, feeling a deep connection. And that's probably what we're all aiming towards, right? That kind mm-hmm. of depth, the connection in one way or the other yeah. to ourselves and with others as well. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people's um, religious or spiritual experiences in their life um, may be at odds or be at conflict with with being a sexual, a healthy sexual person sure. and a connected yeah. sexual person. Yeah. A lot of um, a lot of things we've been taught, say when we were young or growing yeah. up. Um, specifically, have those two things in conflict with each other. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. I see them as very much aligned and yeah. one cannot exist the other without the other. It's just we need different frequencies. It's just like we need different nutrients in order for our bodies to feel good and healthy and sustain itself. This is the same energetically. We need so many different frequencies in order to like feel alive and fully expressed and just really being authentically ourselves without worrying too much about what other people tell us that we need to do, right? Because there's a very preconceived notion as to how our life is supposed to be when you mm-hmm. kind of listen to the society so I think it's all about going deep inside and just really finding that authentic voice and not being afraid to um, embody all of these forces sexuality spirituality and anything in between is there something that people can do if they're battling if they're having um, con- conflicted emotions about about that specifically where their spiritual religious um you know, idealizations and their where they want their sex lives to be and their sexual connections to be. Do you have anything that you can tell people to start doing work on bringing those two things together that seem to be so at odds? Mm-hmm. 
um, once a very wise person kind of gave me this story. He said when we're growing up, uh, our parents and the society kind of instill certain belief system into us, right? And we just kind of uh, start living using those uh, rules. Then as you become a little bit older, you start seeing that there are other belief systems around you, right? That you can also consider. And then as you mature, you pick your own um, way, you pick your own journey. And so I guess mm -hmm. I would just welcome them to take a look around and maybe do some research and feel into other cultures, other belief systems and feel what feels more free for you, right? What feels what um, what feels truer to you and not be afraid to maybe try it out for like a day. Uh, you know, maybe go to a kink party once, maybe go to a sex club once, maybe go to a workshop, right? Maybe work with a healer, uh, work with a therapist, just kind of question your own belief system and then maybe <laughs> adjust it if you feel that your own doesn't really make you 100% happy where it's not where you want to be. Yeah, exactly. If you're, yeah, if you are open to seeing what else is out there, mm -hmm. then you're, you're going to be more um, aware of of the, those conflicts in your own life and then be able to take steps to, to amend those, mm -hmm. you know, to, yeah. to, yeah, that, no, that makes perfect sense to me, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, yeah. I'm not sure I'm saying this super articulately. <laughs> in fact, I know I'm not, but, um, yeah, just if, I guess what I mean to say is, if something's not working for you mm -hmm. in your life, if you're having, you know, conflicts between your spirituality, between, you know, what you've been brought up to believe and culture to believe and mm -hmm. what society tells you, if that's in conflict yeah. to you, how you want your sex life to be and how you want your connection, you know, with your own body and with partners and relationships to be then then why hold yeah yeah do work to fix those things like yeah. if it ain't working right fix it try yeah. try to fix it yeah yeah, yeah just um, don't yeah exactly don't be afraid to question yeah don't to be afraid to question yeah beliefs, to question those assumptions um and i think another point is you also need to tune into which voice is uh, is telling you certain things, right? Because we have so many different voices inside of us. Like mm -hmm. there's a super ego voice that is internalized parental voice <clears throat> that keeps telling you things that maybe you're not good enough or this is wrong or this is, you know, shameful or this is guilt. You know, you should feel guilty. So also learning to differentiate between those voices and see is, is it practical for you to even believe that voice? So the super ego, you can kind of listen to it, but it, if it only lowers your self-esteem and makes you unhappy you may want to choose to kind of question that thought and try to go for a deeper um voice that really holds your truth just really access that like who am i what is true for me um outside of these judgments that have been given to me as i was growing up right mm -hmm. so try to also do a bit of that personal work yeah it takes a lot of self-work i feel right. like to kind of get to this place of mindfulness when mm -hmm. it talks when we talk about our own bodies and, and mm -hmm. sex and sexuality mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. it's a lot of sex it's a lot of um, self-work right. that's just beyond f the physical for sure and when we think of sex it's very physical right yeah. but 
as we're this entire podcast that we're yeah. talking about today, it's like, if you open up all these other doors, yeah. it can be such a more profound it experience. Could be, yeah, gateway to profound, ecstatic experiences yeah. that are just way beyond the physical. Yeah, amazing. Um, okay, one. Uh, let me know if we're repeating ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want the next thing that seems related to everything we're already talking about is ways to bring more self love and sensual confidence into one's life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What can we do to start doing that today? Yeah, yeah, I think this builds nicely on the idea of the having that super ego being very active, right? So I want you guys to maybe next time try to become aware of that voice that lives in all of us, right? That uh, maybe ridicules our, us, maybe it uh, tells us how horrible we are. And uh, just really become aware of it. And whenever you hear it, just start to question it because... If you don't internalize those thoughts, a lot of times they're just not true, right? If you don't internalize that thought that comes to you and says, oh my God, you're such a horrible human being, uh, you haven't achieved anything in life, right? If you don't believe it and you say, listen, you know, there are three things I can come up with right now that actually don't support this concept, your self-esteem is going to go way up, right? So that's one of the techniques you can do on kind of the intellectual level. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of times I also teach how to multidimensionally access um, your own self-love, right? So it could be through opening maybe your heart and going deep, deep down inside and start breathing deeply into your heart and you can even try doing it right now if you would like Mm -hmm. we can close our eyes and i want you to place your hands on your heart because where your attention goes this is where the energy goes and i want you to start breathing into your heart and just go deep deep down into your heart and visualize all of the people that you love it could be yourself it could be your partners your friends, your parents, your kids, and I want you to start kind of focusing on that beautiful expansion that may start building up around your heart. And just start feeling into that beautiful sensation. You can even tell yourself internally, I love you, you're so awesome. And send a lot of beautiful energy towards all of your little cells that are working tirelessly for you that we don't appreciate a lot of times, right? And you can tell yourself why you love yourself so many different ways in which we're totally awesome, right? Like how often do we take the time to appreciate ourselves? So as you continue doing this, you may start feeling this beautiful kind of expansion happening out of your heart. Do you feel any different from Mm -hmm. where we began? What is it that you feel? I feel like warmth. Warmth, beautiful, yeah. So, do you feel anything else? Um, I immediately a smile comes smile. to my face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like you almost start experience this beautiful sensation, this beautiful frequency of love, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's one of the techniques that you can do daily to practice self love and like look at yourself in the mirror and say, "Oh my God, you're so awesome! I love mm-hmm. you!" Like right? daily affirmations. Daily affirmations, right? but go beyond just kind of saying mm-hmm. them. Go also for the you know t- the physical touch, so like holding the hands mm-hmm. on your heart or maybe hugging yourself right and visualizing this beautiful energy and breathing with it so you're using a lot more elements right and um, 
this way we're going to change our neural pathways that are used to thinking the same thoughts over and over again, especially if the person is not self-confident enough, right? Mm-hmm. They, they may continue believing how, you know, maybe useless they are, right? Mm-hmm. But if you do this exercise at least five minutes a day, it's going to rebuild those neural pathways. Yeah, and then like all rewire. Of a you become, yeah, you rewire yourself. You become a lot more self-confident. And the same goes for se- sexuality. You would place your hands around, you know, your sexual center, which is located about two inches below the belly button you can turn on some music and you know maybe dance with it and do a bit of pc muscle squeeze and just really start breathing into your sexual center and remembering all of the fun fantasies you have or like fun play right Mm-hmm. And tell yourself, oh my god, you're so sexy, right? <laughs> you can wear something fun. Um, and just really tune into that. And I find that who we are is not really what we look like or what we wear. It's that energy that we exude, right? Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. you know your sexual force, if you know that this is who you are, if you know that you love yourself, it's just like you start beaming with this beautiful energy and it's very attractive to others and you feel more fulfilled as well, right? See, I think this is a whole different way of doing like self-pleasure. Like mm-hmm. when we think of like masturbating and self-pleasure, mm-hmm. we think of, okay, get on the bed, you know, get out your vibrator mm-hmm. or whatever, turn on your phone uh, for, you know, to watch a flick, a, a, a clip of porn mm-hmm. or what have you. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, you know, we might like light a candle or yes. something, um, you know, But how you're talking about, like, okay, put your hands on that center. Yeah. Like, the breath, the breath thing is, I feel like, when I'm, yeah, when I'm lying down to, like, have a self-pleasure moment, how often am I thinking about my breath, and how often am I really focusing and bringing energy to different parts of my body? Yeah. Um, and maybe even take out a mirror, look at your beautiful vulva. So right? interesting, and just yeah. Get to know it, right? How many of us have no idea what our vulvas look like? Yeah, right? that's huge. And yeah. uh, so many people think that there's something wrong with the way they look. No, yeah. everything is completely perfect. We're all beautiful and unique, and yeah. we can't compare ourselves to anybody else. We're the only ones mm-hmm. of our kind, right? Yeah. So yeah, I I think I think that can go. That's that can go just. So far as to like, potentially, we're saying like our sensual, our sensual confidence. Um, when you're putting focus on all of that, like you're saying, like, even a few, a few minutes a day, mm-hmm. you know, to actually putting your hands on yourself, either mm-hmm. like in an embrace or over your heart, or kind of over your pelvis area, yeah. having deep breaths and having yeah. these like affirmative yeah. thoughts and yeah feelings yeah and don't be afraid to move with it as well just really feel your body you know it's very interesting yeah you're saying like kind of you can kind of dance put on some music that's amazing like who does that i i think that's a fantastic thing to tell people to do have you ever tried ecstatic dance no 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 ecstatic dance is a fun way to meditate actively so that's exactly what they do it's like there's a dj and they put a music on and it starts off slowly right and then you start just really connecting with the music and then it picks up and it becomes faster and faster and basically all you do is you just like you don't care what you look like nobody looks at you right you can connect with others through dance or not or you could be totally in your space but what i love about it is that you just express this beautiful energy because 
because this is what we're built out of really we're vibrating fields of energy right and uh, you just connect with it and you dance with it and uh, you just move with your whole being and it just feels so ecstatic and uh, it changes your mood it changes your mood it brings your mood up so i can imagine i can imagine even just like in that little exercise that you had yeah. Me just put my hand over my heart and right. breathe and, you know, think about that energetic, that love energy yeah. that completely, yeah, that it changed my, smile yeah, you. brought a right. smile to my face just yeah. doing that for, you know, 30 seconds yeah. or what have you. So I can imagine like spending, mm-hmm. spending some dedicated time to this every day can mm-hmm. really change your, your mood and your outlook. Yeah, I think it could be a pretty healing and it's, um, it's a great way to to self you know to care for ourselves yeah and to love ourselves yeah definitely um okay we've got we've got maybe a five minute um block left that we can talk about something Mm -hmm. um and my last topic that i had on my Mm -hmm. list um was health benefits Mm -hmm. of having more sex um which was something something that's fantastic because I I feel like a lot of people don't necessarily see how there are health benefits of mm-hmm. having of having sex and mm-hmm. having more sex other than they're like, "Oh, well, it's I guess good exercise. It'll get my heart right. rate up a right. heart rate up a little bit." Yeah. But beyond that, I don't think people are really thinking about how healthful it is for you to to be having a lot of sex. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So what what are what are some benefits? So um, one of them is sex is a great stress reduction tool because of all of the hormones that, uh, um, you know, flood your body off while you're having sex and after you're having an orgasm, um, you just feel so much better and uh, your parasympathetic system kicks in, right? So it, uh, you, you leave the stress behind. Um, it also improves sleep and mm-hmm. boosts your Im- immune system and it limits pain. Wow. So that's pretty amazing, right? Yeah. Help sleep. I feel like a lot of people might have a, a, a self, a self-pleasure or a masturbation routine like before bed. Mm-hmm. A lot of mm-hmm. people, I feel like that's a routine to help them sleep mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. But then you're saying it helps with pain? Yes. Yes. Um, there was a study done and uh, it said that uh, the pain tolerance uh, has increased by um 40% and uh, some women that came to orgasm their pain tolerance increased by nearly 75%. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. So we could tolerate a lot more pain. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not I don't know if, if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> and what was the third thing yeah. you said? Sleep pain and so and then there is uh, immune system. Immune piece? system. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Maybe that's I I I've been getting sick so much lately. Maybe that's what I need to do. Is yes, just this, have have more sex. This study says that yeah. the frequency of about once or twice per week had the highest level of um, the immune system boost. Immune system boost. Yes, it's like thirty percent higher than those uh, who had no sex. Ooh, okay, so just once or twice a week will do it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Does that do you think that that includes like masturbation? Or is that specifically something that has to be with a partner to, no, I'm, to I'm get the health sure benefits? Be, uh, any sure type of sex. Any type of sex. Yeah, yeah, because when we're talking about health benefits of sex as well, it's like, um, 
uh, most people assume mm-hmm. that uh, that might be sex with a partner, yeah. like regular PIV right. sex with yeah. a partner. Yeah. But it's not necessarily no, no. meaning that. It's no. like any type of pleasure, any like self-pleasure, pleasure. Yeah, sex pleasure. Sure. Yeah, and yeah. I would encourage everybody to explore that vast playground outside of PIV, right? Because, oh my God, there's so much to explore. Yeah. You could just use dirty talk. You could just use a lot of teas. You could use edging, right? To yes, edging, yes. Edging or like orgasm denial, orgasm control. Uh, you could go into BDSM realm. You could go into tantric realm or like the energy orgasms. You don't even have to remove Be your touching clothes one or rem- day, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. or just stimulate somebody with mind sex get their kind of uh, brain going on something find out what their fantasies are you could just get them aroused without even ever touching them right yeah. so sky's the limit i usually love exploring different type of play uh with my partners like every time i come up with something different it could be just almost like a game right yeah i love i i always say that um if i have a kink it's a kink for doing new kinks mm-hmm. <laughs> doing mm-hmm. new things yeah. i love to be surprised by a new thing and quite honestly it doesn't really matter what it is it's just that uh, newness and novelty that for some reason is very is so exciting of course uh, to me and just gets my like energy going doing something completely new so I'm like I always tell partners like throw new things at me like on a constant basis because it's like the newness that is a lot of times is the thing I crave, not necessarily the yeah. act. Esther Perel, right? This is a psychotherapist who talks a lot about affairs and about relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says that we as human beings have two separate needs. One of them is for stability and for safety, right? And so when you're in a long-term relationship, you're like, oh, this is, you know, the person that I'm in love and in lust with. Let us live together. Let us spend as much time together as we can, right? And so that kind of feeds that need. But the other need starts to suffer. And that's the need for danger and spontaneity and the novelty and the excitement right? yes so that's the one that we need to feed in order to still keep things spicy and exciting even if you're in a long-term relationship i've yeah. been married for 23 years so yeah, right. it takes it takes a, a lot of kind of ideas to yeah. keep things exciting as you mentioned and like new and maybe dangerous and yeah. spontaneous yes exactly oh my gosh i feel like we could talk for another hour However, uh, we should be wrapping up. Um, Evgenia, can you tell the folks where we can find um, all more information on all the things we spoke about today, all your social media, your websites, all that stuff. They can see your videos for your energy orgasms, all that stuff. Where can people find it? Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Um, My website is www.spiritsexlab, as in laboratory.com. And I'm also on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and Twitter at spiritsexlab. Spiritsexlab. Yeah, I would love to know what you guys thought about um, the energy orgasm. (laughs) well i know what i thought about them (laughs) i think it's amazing and oh boy yeah i can also just picture myself like because i'm just such a (laughs) i'm just such a shit show i can imagine myself like just hyperventilating (laughs) (laughs) or like passing out like (laughs) just just not (laughs) I would be very interested to try though. Oh my gosh. And I'm sure everyone uh, listening and who will be uh, tuning into those videos mm. and watching those videos, they'll yeah. be just so interested uh, 
to try that as well. Oh my gosh. So thank you so much, Yvgenia. It's oh it's been such a pleasure to talk to you about um a lot of things that we don't really touch on on the podcast very often. So I'm very grateful for you uh for you to bringing these uh very interesting, fun, sexy, connected topics. Oh thank you so much for having me. It's been my absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. And um if you are Toronto residents, um and you want to see the Bedpost stage show, I'm at the third Friday of every month at the Social Capital Theater of Aid. If you want to be like Evgenia and just saw a show and got introduced to me. Oh, it was and- awesome. <laughs> you guys should all come up. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, and uh, for the podcast, if you're listening, you're going to hear original music by Stephanie Copeland. If you want to uh, hear more about her lovely work, it's stephcopelandmusic.com. Um, we're on the Sonar Podcasting Network. Please check out the other podcasts on our podcasting network at sonarnetwork.com. Um, we want to give a huge thank you to our sponsors again, which were mentioned on the break. Um, and I want to give uh, one last huge thank you to Evgenia, accredited energy therapist and sex educator. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. And thank you to everyone who's listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!